You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Jesslyn and Colton. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like. Get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hello. Good day. We are back and sort of on time, I think. Actually, no. When was the last time we recorded? I think it was early July, right? Yeah. Mid-July. Yeah. Whatever. We said once a month. We're <laughs> yeah, hitting the exactly. once a month. You're getting your damn monthly episode here. Are you so. happy now? Are you happy? Are you happy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. I'm glad we still do this. Yeah. I'm glad that we're, what, 61 episodes in now. Wow. Are we 61? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 60 was a special guest. Yeah, exactly. A I, very, I, special, very special guest. guest. Yeah. Who was it again? Oh, some really <laughs> rad person. <laughs> yeah. I'm just alone. <laughs> yeah. I actually got quite a pretty good feedback on that. A lot of people like that, that, that episode. Um, they like getting to know you and your history. Yeah. Like, same with like friends that I spoke with. They like <laughs> forgot that happened or I never mentioned it. Yeah. So, so it's like they learned something new too. It's like a up close and personal kind of yeah, episode. A little too up close. Get, and get to know us. Do you, do you actually regret anything that um, you mentioned? No, I listened to it and it was fine. Yeah. Sometimes I think I'm like, am I sharing too much? Like, do people <laughs> even care to know this? Um, but maybe that gives me a little like a mystery too when people don't know too much. Yeah. And I think also like when you, when you add a sense of humanness behind the voices that they're listening to on this podcast, it makes it more relatable. Yeah. You know I what guess. I mean? Yeah. No, totally. So yeah. So thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, Episode 60. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was, it was a good one. I, I was pretty happy with how it turned out. You know, if you do want to get to know us a little bit more, um, and so you're, you haven't listened to the early episodes. Yeah. That's a, like a good indicator. Yeah. Of, maybe like, we should have started with that. Too, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because I can't remember those episodes because we were pretty drunk. Yeah, drunk. Very drunk. Um, so, you know, that's like I, I said our most raw. Yeah. Vulnerable. Wait, what do you mean? The first episode? Yeah. First one through six of just like in a. We didn't really talk court. much about ourselves though, right? Like, yeah, but you can see our personalities. Do that. <laughs> and now we're now we're more professional. We're refined. <laughs> we're refined. We're, we're classy. <laughs> yeah, totally. But no, um, I was pretty happy with episode sixteen, and I'm glad that we got to interview. Well, I got to interview you because I also learned a lot. So yeah, I can't wait good. till what seventy and I interview you. <laughs> I don't know. Is that or is maybe that the plan? Eighty, maybe ninety. Yeah, maybe one hundred. One hundred. Can you imagine? No, we'd probably be old <laughs> and dead. <laughs> All right, so it's close to the, I guess, are we mid-August or end of August right now? This is mid. This is mid-August. We're in no. the mids. Yeah, I think uh, one thing that I'm noticing now is that it's getting darker earlier. Oh, yeah. And the sun is setting earlier, and it's just, it, it, you know it's leaving us. We're on, yeah. we're on the downhill what did uh, I read the other way? This is like the Sunday of summer. Yeah, it is a Sunday of summer, unfortunately. But at least we, it's still, it's, we've had a pretty good streak of good weather for the most part. I feel like the cities are really alive right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. PE, which is like our city kind of fair thing, has just opened today. So yeah, I don't know. Still lots going on in Vancouver for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are three, kind of things that you've done since we last recorded um well the last podcast we talked about how i don't want to make friends but i make friends and i'm like like hesitant about that um i was thinking a lot about it especially since i listened to the episode and yeah. it was like whoa like i have huge wall built yeah to like making friends for sure and i know i, I need boundaries and there's expectations of what a friend should be mm -hmm. and i was just like fuck it my expectations are our kids are gonna hang out they're yeah. gonna play mm -hmm. we'll text maybe once in a while sure yeah and then leave it at that um and then it was fine <laughs> like everything in my head like we have to be best friends now are we gonna talk about like movies we watch like what's happening yeah um and it was it was fine it was like so chill and it's like you're kind of like in control of it like, yeah i don't totally. want to be a bad friend i think that was my fear yeah that was like, weighing heavy the pressure of that yes, right and I, I don't want to be if you if i'm going to call you friends like i know it comes with you know 
like responsibilities in a sense too, <laughs> okay. right? Yeah. Um, expectations, I should say. Right. Um, but if this is what it is, then it is what it is. Yeah. And it's, it's good for what it is. Totally. And I think, you know, like you're probably thinking you're, 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 you're basing your idea of what a friendship is on like this, maybe past experiences. And like, this is a friend, this is what our friends were like back in the day when you wanted to make friends or like making besties or like, you know, texting okay, yeah. all day and all night when really, Friends, friendship isn't really anything besides like people who talk to each other and know each other, right? Yeah. So there's like, um, this will be my topic later, but there are different levels of, of friendship. Course, yeah. It's not just like best friends forever. Yeah. And then that's it. It's like, you know, obviously acquaintances. Yeah. It's just like dating when you think about coworkers. it. Coworkers. Is it just like dating? It's I almost like, so. it's like dating without the sex and the intimacy. And then you, I guess you can ghost if you yeah. don't feel like sticking exactly. around. And sometimes you have to like formally break up with a friend too. And sometimes you just, you just let it fizzle away. True. It's so, true. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, do don't to put do too much that. pressure on friendships. It's, you just have to make That's sure such that. such a Vancouver thing to say too. Like, <laughs> don't put any pressure. You're you know, not it's going to a... make any friends here anyway. <laughs> no, I mean, like, just don't put the, don't put so, don't put so much pressure on trying to maintain a friendship. It should be organic, right? It, it should be. But there is work that goes of into course. the friendship once yeah. you've met, you're at that level. But that's the thing, right? I think the way I look at a friendship nowadays is like it should be mutual. It's a two-way street and it should never be something that you don't want to do. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Totally. So if you're like, oh, I got to go hang out with Karen, then you Damn know it. that it's not going to yeah, be, no. then you know that's not really a friendship, right? Yeah. No, that's yeah. true. So anyways. Well, I'm learning that. You know what else? Sorry. I got to check, but you know what else was a very Vancouver thing for you to say? What? When you said Vancouver. Vancouver. (laughs) Is that a Vancouver thing to say? Yeah, a lot of Vancouverites say Vancouver. With a G? Yeah, V A N G. Oh my God. Rewind. (laughs) Vancouver. Vancouver. Oh, yeah. No, I totally say that. Yeah. Vancouver. It's it's like the equivalent of people in Toronto when they say Toronto. 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 It's like just one word. Instead of Toronto. Anyways, that was a random introduction. I didn't know that was what I guess. Do we all say it then? I guess I have to keep my ears. I say it too when I'm not when I'm not cognizant of it. I definitely say Vancouver. 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 Yeah, there you go. Whoever I'm talking to. (laughs) Okay, so you made friends. That's one thing. What else? Oh, can't remember. But did I go to Kelowna already? I don't remember, but you probably Kelowna. Nice. <laughs> you saw your sister. Dope. You saw your yeah. I saw my sister. I think I think you did go to Kelowna actually. When, at this point, yeah. okay, I can't remember. Uh, so yeah, it was really nice. The drive there was, um, you know, with two kids. One being, she was like eight months at the time. Yeah. It was just a long drive. It's long. Kelowna's far. Well, especially since you probably haven't been on a, a road trip for that long in a oh, while. No, it's, it's been a long time. Yeah. So, and then you add on a layer of like sh- children. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of so makes it's like things. What, could have been probably a good four hours. Yeah. Like is even with a break, maybe. Right. Yeah. It was like six and a half. Right. But you said fun. We all had fun. Yeah. It's like crazy hot over there. Yeah. So you need AC. I think one thing that I'm quite surprised that you didn't do any wine stuff. Yeah, I think we're just having, like, too much fun just being together. Yeah. Yeah. Quality time. But- I, I kind of wish we did because there was one nearby. Yeah. It just didn't happen. And, the, like, a week isn't long enough, I think. No? No. I guess like- when you were doing, like, family stuff the entire time. Yeah. You don't really yeah. have a lot of time. Just seeing, like, Isa have fun with her cousins. It was the best. Yeah. Um, so that was that. So you, to, so you made friends. You went made to Kelowna. Yes. And then... One last thing. One last thing. I guess we did just did more beach stuff. We did the low tide. Mm, nice. At kids. Nice. You know, tide pools are just fun. Yeah. You can be at the beach for hours. Totally. Yeah. And it's a great way to kind of burn up energy for kids. Oh, that's the whole day. And yeah. then you're done. Exactly. And everyone's sandy. That's it's amazing. Great. How about you? For me, um, went up to Whistler. Uh, yeah. Hannah had a... a a free Airbnb that we could, that I could stay Whoa. at. So she hooked me up with that. So we went up there and I hadn't been to Whistler in so long. So Whistler's like up north of BC, I guess, north of Vancouver yeah. in the mountains. But yeah, I didn't realize how touristy <laughs> Whistler was until I was there. I was like, Oh wow. That's like 
all tourists. Like, I guess it's a tourist destination, of course, right? But it definitely had that vibe, you know, that, yeah. but it was nice though, just to be up there. I haven't been there in so long. It was nice and hot, chilling poolside the entire time. Yeah. And just whining and dining for the most part. Oh, look at you. Yeah. And then second thing is cherries. Um, oh, yeah. cherry season's over, I think, but when cherries were in season, I was going hard on the cherries, <laughs> you know, like the, the purple red ones. Like, yeah. I can't remember what those are called, but, and then the rainier cherries, which are like the, the light, yellow reddish, reddish ones oh yeah. my god so good i haven't eaten okay. so many cherries before i think just i don't know this season had me obsessed with cherries i think it's a good season for it yeah um when we were in Kelowna, my mom's friend has a place out there yeah and they had a cherry tree can yeah. you eat the cherries on that cherry yeah tree? Oh so my they god. had an arborist come and like fix the tree or whatever yeah. last year so this year it was like full bloom bountiful did you get any yeah coleman climbed up and picked <laughs> it out it was so good yeah like it's just the heat and everything else. Yeah, like cherries are like my favorite fruit, I think. Well, right really? Now. Yeah. Even you don't do you like mangoes? I feel I, like mangoes are high up there. I do the- like mangoes for sure, but I'm thinking in terms of like fruit that like we can get, like local oh, fruit. Oh, local fruit. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Blueberries too. Do you like blueberries? Yeah, blueberries are good. The thing is, they're too tiny. So it's like you have to eat like a handful to get a good mouth feel. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I feel like a pig. I'm all, all yeah. like a handful. I don't need one. I eat like like 10 at a time probably just to get a good bite in. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, no, I get you. I'm not a squirrel. You're <laughs> <laughs> um, a little gerbil. Nibble, nibble, nibble. And the, there's the, the one inconvenience with cherries though is that they have the pits, yeah. which is kind of a, a downer, but I guess that prevents you from eating, overeating them. Um, yeah. And then the third thing for my summer is what have I done beyond that? Did you go camping? Or no, that was no. already. I'm going camping next weekend. Um, I can't think of what my third one is at the moment. How about biking? Yeah, I biking's been good. But, hot, yeah, it's it's a bit too hot sometimes to go biking, but you know, biking's been always a good one. Um, I'll get back to you on the third one. So do you know, um, he used to be a, a news anchor at CTV, okay. Scott Roberts. Sure. So I saw him trying to bike at... Uh, like Quebec, you know how that kind of yeah. like goes. It's up? a steep hill. Yeah, and he was struggling. I was like, he's Huffing like it. us. He's <laughs> just and like then us. He walked his bike. Yeah, but it's tough. For and sure, it was a hot day too. So. Yeah, I get it. It's a uh, hot day. Biking on a steep hill is never a good combination. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say one downer thing about Vancouver is Vancouver or Vancouver. Vancouver. Got it. As a local, uh, a local Vancouverite, um, the homeless situation in my, and in, in like the downtown area, I guess, which I live really close by is it's, I don't know if the news is in media is sensationalizing it more than actually is, or if it actually is progressively getting worse. I like to think that it's the latter. Um, but we in, Van- in Vancouver, we have a, uh, a reputation on like a certain area where all our homeless population drug addiction is concentrated in that one area and the i guess the the mayor or the city has decided to dismantle that and tear down the tents and stuff so now they're all disbanded for the most part and it's bringing out a lot of like at least two incidents that kind of like made me just really like wonder what's going on with the world is one somebody like somebody posted posted like these signs on the streets oh, yeah. saying that if you don't get rid of your tent, we're going to burn it down. Yeah, I'm going to torch it. Yeah, yes. it's from some anonymous person. So, and apparently there were some fires that were happening where people were throwing like, <gasps> like get out. Molotov cocktails, I think. I could be totally wrong. I heard this on the news somewhere, but yeah. And then um, the second thing is some like uh, Hell's Angels gang guy. Uh, has a TikTok and he was posting videos of him throwing water balloons at the homeless people. Awful. And I'm, I don't know. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's like, what's going on with the world, right? Like, I get that, like, drug addiction and homelessness is like a, it's not an easy problem to solve, and it's like, it's a work in progress. It's not going to get fixed in the day. Do I agree that dismantling? Um, the, the downtown east side and dispersing all the homeless people was the right thing to do. Probably not. Um, I don't know, but that combined with, you know, now people are starting to like, not humiliate, but attack the homeless people. That's just another level of like insanity that I'm just really have a hard time digesting. 
Yeah, no, I I've seen a lot of that on the yeah. news too. Like there's that shooting in Langley yeah. that was they were shooting at people yeah. on the streets, yeah. like homeless people. A couple people died. Yeah. yeah. Innocent people. people. Three yeah. people died. Yeah. And a woman was injured. Yeah. Um and a couple of years ago there was a situation where they dumped chicken manure on homeless people. Recently? No, it was like in back in two, early 2000s. Got it. So this has been happening a long time. Yeah. Do you remember like even last year someone set fire yeah, to yeah, homeless yeah. person? Yeah. It's because like we've dehumanized them to, to be just these like homeless, crazy. Yeah, zombies almost. Yeah, yeah. criminal, bad people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and look how we treat them. Totally. We just like burn their camps down, move them up somewhere else yeah, just displace them displace them yeah and then keep doing that to them right of course they're angry they're mad too totally of course they like, don't deserve this yeah and they at the end of the day they are humans too right but it's like like so i've been reading a lot about this on just like on on reddit's vancouver sub forum just okay, people's yeah. kind of like feed not feedback but just discussion points on it and they're they're all valid right like you got one side where it's like okay we can't treat them like less than human people we need to treat them like humans give them shelter, give them the resources yeah. they need. And then the flip side is by a lot of people who are residents in that area, they're saying it's it's hard for us to feel sympathy for these people when we get attacked. You yeah. know what I mean? Or they're sleeping in our stairwell and we can't get out. And then when we wake them up, they attack us. You know yeah. what I mean? Or like this one person was like, yeah, I saw like this this person was saying how like how how awful is it that if you see somebody pass out on the sidewalk, nobody does anything, Right. I think there was a story somewhere, not in Canada, where a guy had actually had a stroke and nobody helped him for like nine hours. And he, I think, I don't know if he died of hypothermia, but that's like, when did we get, when did we come, so when did, yeah, when did our society become so desensitized that we won't even help somebody who's on the floor passed out? And then somebody replied, you know, like, I totally get where you're coming from, but when I went and helped somebody who was passed on the floor, they, they woke out out of their overdose, not overdose, but their drug high and attacked me. Yeah. So it's like, where, where, where do you, you know what I mean? There, there's, there's, there's certain ways to approach the nowadays where it's like, you, you watch for them breathing. If they're breathing, then they're okay. You can like leave them alone. Cause the last thing you want to do is ruin their high. Cause when you ruin their high, they become oh. aggressive. Okay. Yeah. But then the flip side is, not everybody knows that, right? So what are you going to do, right? I don't know. It's, I, I, I don't know how to address it. And living in that area for so long, I am desensitized from it, which I don't like. But then I don't know if just moving away somewhere else is really the solve for that either, right? Well, so it just helps you not see it. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't, mean it doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Ignorance is bliss, right? Yeah. But that doesn't solve the issue that we're facing. And I don't know what I can do as a citizen to improve that situation you know what i mean that's why i think legalizing drugs is actually something that could possibly be a potential solve for it is that when you legalize it and make it quote unquote like normal then you know people don't have to go to the left the lengths that they go to get the drugs that they need you know what i mean i think like in amsterdam or but you know i mean somewhere in the in um, east Europe. europe yeah that's they've kind of legalized it so that people can live a normal life and buy drugs and let it be and it's acceptable you know what i mean yeah i think there's a few few countries that do that now yeah totally um and isn't portland one that's like a newer city i think they're trying that yeah okay yeah um i don't know either i saw the tents and i then we drove by and then there was barely any there yeah exactly where did they go yeah i know they put their stuff in bins yeah they have, they have storage areas now. Yeah, for them. but yeah. they don't have storage for people. So yeah. Well, keep your shit safe. But you as yeah. a person, no. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Uh, I have no idea. It's. Yeah. It's our society, too. Like, how dare you attack someone unprovoked? Yeah. When and they're trying to help you. would not do. But also, like, on the flip side, like a homeless person yeah. who's sleeping there, you've attacked him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unprovoked. On that side, sorry, yeah. And, and you're okay. He didn't attack you. Yeah. He didn't come at you. Yeah. But you're going to go, like, like who does that? Yeah, exactly. You're kind of a psycho by doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're a not, helpless person. Yeah. Totally. And you're not helping the cause. By totally. Doing, you're just a fucked up person. You're creating even more of a divide and a rift. So, I don't know. There's one 
thing I was reading about that too mm-hmm. was um like we obviously lost the idea of community. Yes, of course. So if we have to take pride in our community, they take pride in being part of a community. They yeah. want to trash their community. Totally. But now it's like us versus them. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's gone to the point, right? Where like it, it's almost like a, like a war almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like the war on drugs, but like the war on homeless people, right? Um, cause on the flip side, right? Like for, privileged people like us when the homeless person starts damaging our stuff or ruining our areas or our living spaces right then what do we do about that you know what i mean who's held accountable for that yeah you know what i mean so i don't know i think it's just discussions that i just i want to encourage people to talk more about it instead of just like calling it a simple like homeless situation it's beyond that yeah well it's happening on buses yeah exactly people are just attacking random people yeah like and this old lady was attacked on the bus yeah totally and this other woman i was on granville street she um and her daughter were just standing there and this guy came up to them and just like elbowed ran elbowed her in the head and then she fell and her kid fell too yeah so like that's what i'm saying it's like where's the accountability and how do you like there's clearly people that have mental health issues. People yeah. are drug. It's like a. It's so many layers of like complexity. But it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. How do we stop villainizing them? But then at the same time, how do how do we help them so they don't be they aren't villains? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how. You know, it starts at home. They say right. Yeah. So their it's, home is now destroyed. Yeah, for sure. Um, and like, do you feel a lot safer now that? Or have you seen it a lot worse since? I think it's worse. I think they're they're just d- dismantled, but they're dispersed, right? Yeah. So it's spread instead. Like to me, like I don't care if you're sleeping on the sidewalk in a tent, as long as you're not disrupting or like you know vandalizing. Is this anything. a NIMBY situation? I don't know. I, I I don't know what this is. Like, is it though? Not in my backyard. Like. I'm okay. So you're okay because they were all over there. You kind of knew where they were, <laughs> but now that they're dispersed. I mean, the solve would be to give them proper housing, right? And like, you know, give them a place to live. But what's what's better, having them concentrated in one area or just letting them pitch tent wherever they want to go? Well, they had one area and then they moved them. And then they had an area and then they moved yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. And then they offered them nothing. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I like, call me dumb maybe or cruel whatever but uh they were okay at going apart yeah that's what i was wondering it's like that's what i mean it's like it was a way yeah it was a way for them to kind of and then they had neighbors yeah i think ellie did that right like ellie has like the downtown la side has like a like a tent city right for homeless people and we had that at at one during covid right open oppenheimer yeah that was that was then, one of them. Yeah, and then they moved to Strathcona. I feel so bad. Like, they should... I know they should have proper housing. For sure. But that's, like, government property. Yeah. We knew where their tents were. Yeah. It was in a fire hazard there, was it? Um, I don't Unless think they were, so. Unless they were, like, they have fires yeah. in their tent. It was a hazard. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's kind of what started is because somebody had a fire in their tent, and then it was a fire hazard, and then they dismantled it, right? Okay. But then even, like... Uh, there's a parking lot like across from my building, kind of like area. Okay. Um, you know, you know where like the pint is across from the pint. Oh yeah. They opened like a little tent city there for them as well, and I thought that was like, I mean, it's better than just random like. That's like right by alley. the Woodward's building then. Yeah. Great. Okay. But then that got dismantled, and now it's a parking lot. <laughs> oh good. Anyways, I don't know what the solve is, but I yeah. just I just wanted to bring it up because it's not necessarily like a highlight of my summer, but it's definitely like. It's part of, it was, it is part of my life and has been part of my summer just being exposed, not exposed to that, but just, you know, seeing the evolution of that, the bad evolution of that, the degradation yeah. of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, there are areas that I avoid because I know yeah. they're going to conjugate there. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't know what, what I can encourage our listeners to do, but I think just continue to try to have compassion, even if they are doing not so, they're not doing things that. I wish there was a takeaway because this is fucking so gloom. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, you can, you can donate to like, you can donate to like organizations that support the homeless and drug addicted. Like I think downtown Eastside Women's Center is one that kind of supports, you know, females who have been exposed to like 
you know, uh, violence um, and all that stuff. There's a woman's shelter as well that they support. Yeah. Um, the Covenant Youth House is also a good one. Um, what else is there? I can't think. Those are the In only Gospel ones. Gospel Mission. Yeah, Gospel it's Mission. Right there. Yeah. It's right downtown. Totally. So, yeah. I don't know. Donate, I guess. Yeah. They and do, actually, they do need some stuff um, like women's women products. Yeah. Like feminine hygiene products and yeah. all that stuff. Like makeup, I guess, too. Uh, yeah, makeup, I think, like, socks, yeah. underwear. Yeah. So, I mean, you can support because they're supporting the homeless, so that's one way to go about it. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, hopefully we get to, we can, we'll eventually get to a point in the future where we stabilize the homeless situation. But we'll see. Anyways, apologies if that was a bit of a downer, but, you know, I think this is, I don't think just because it's upsetting that we shouldn't talk about it. You know what I no, mean? No, it's, tr- it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's real life. And yeah. And it's affects us too totally and it affects everybody in the world like look at the states look at la look at san francisco you know what i mean um again that's just another like division in wealth too yeah exactly i think where you have cities like vancouver is just like another one of those where it's like you have these huge you know divides between the privileged the haves and the not haves you know what i mean yeah there's a huge gap yeah anyways with that said, um, let's go back to the topic of making friends. Uh, yeah. The joys of yeah. making friends. Actually, I came across this article the other day, probably mm-hmm. a few days ago. Yeah. Um, and it, it, the title itself was like, oh, is this about me? Yeah. Here's like, my mom has no friends. The loneliness of growing older made bearable with playdates. So, uh, this is in the cut, uh, New York magazine. And, uh, this woman writes about her mother. Mm-hmm. She's, um, a senior, 80 years old. Um, when she grew up, her memories of her mom was like social, throwing yeah. parties, right. always had girlfriends. But yeah. as she's gotten older, uh, two years ago, her husband passed away. Okay. And then with the pandemic, she lost more of her friends. Um, and then the last two friends she had, um, one of them moved and then the other one didn't want to see anyone because of COVID. COVID. Right. So she told her mom, Hey, why don't you move to LA? Mm-hmm. Come stay with me. We've got this great retirement home. It's, it's assisted living, but there's other people your age. She's like, Oh, it sounds fantastic. Let's yeah. go. And she's like, after three months, like this is not for me. Like no one has opinions. No one wants to go out. Like everyone's boring. And she's one of those like lively yeah. women. She do stuff. Yeah, she wants to do stuff. She's like an example she said was like her mom is the one who'd order like a a second or third martini. Yeah. She's like, if I fall off this bench, pick me up in the morning (laughs) kind of, kind of lady. Love it. The one who like, you know, flirts with the best boys at the restaurant. Oh, she sounds like a gem. Yeah, she sounds fun. So I'd be her friend. She moved and she tried to make friends. So she moved to a condo. She met somebody in her lobby and was, they chatted, yeah. went on a few like lunch dates yeah, yeah. and they didn't hit it off. And she's like, nobody in LA speaks her mind. Um, and so sh- her daughter decides that she was going to um, set up a, do you know the app next door? No. It's a, it's an app to connect um, people in the community. Okay. So it's like, if you're looking for like a florist, so it's like recommendation oh, okay, and, uh, Anyways, to connect people. Yeah. So she sends this uh, post about her mom, and it's a cute little one about her. I'll just read it really quickly because it's really cute. Mm -hmm. And it's a cute, I'll show you a cute little profile pic of her mom looking all snazzy. (laughs) She's like, my mom has no friends. But it's not her fault. Veronica, who's a total smoke show at 80, moved here to Hancock Park less than a year ago during the peak of the pandemic. She's hilarious and loves Steely Dan, museums, jewelry making, coconut cake, big accessories, hip restaurants, dancing the hustle, and strong like bull cosmopolitan. Oh, and she's originally from Brooklyn, so she has opinions. Lots of opinions. Does she like long walks on the beach? Probably not. But trust me, this widow is fun, loyal, and curious, and will make you laugh over lunch. If you're interested in being Meeting up with Veronica or getting a group of ladies with experience together, please post below. I'm happy to organize. I love my mom and you will too. Aww. So then like over 250, yeah. like 300 people um, posted like, yeah. and then she started linking yeah. up with um, other other ladies. Cool. Other experienced ladies. <laughs> yes, with big with, accessories. With big accessories and who flirts with uh, the best boy. Yeah, right. So this got me thinking like... Yeah. 
they're saying how long it takes to make a friend. Right. Um, and then it led me to this other study mm-hmm. of like, how long does it actually take to right. make a friend? So I'll just give you a rough, this study is super long. I'll just give, kind of give you highlights from okay, it. So sure. a casual, a casual uh, friendship that emerges around the 30 hour mark. 30 hours is when an actual friendship starts to happen. So they took, this is a study that was done um, over like a 10 year span. Got it. Uh, A 10 year span? It's like, uh, yeah, because this also makes references to um, studies that happened in the 70s and the 80s, but this group, anyways, here, Uh, 30 hours casual friendship, followed by friendships around 50 hours. Good friendships emerge around after 140 hours. Best friends do not emerge until after 300 hours of time spent, um, whether spending 30 or 600 hours of time together. The percentage of all religions formed in close system, blah, blah, blah. They stay relatively consistent. So you could be best friends with someone you made at work. After 360. After, yeah. 300 it could be yeah okay hold on 300 to 600 hours did they specify or define what casual is what friendship is what best friend is yeah that was like in the next um phase so they describe friendships in um as in five different categories okay and this is like in a ranking of closeness so that's your when is your support click uh, sympathy group, friendship groups, clansmen, and acquaintances. So okay. your sympathy group um, will include several good friends, and that could also include relationships. Okay. Like people you date. Yeah. Your sympathy group could also have – oh, now they're talking about, like, um, types of – or how many you would have in a group. Okay. So that's, is that considered the first level casual? First is, uh, so your first group could in- include romantic partners. And that's like your support crew, like okay. your closest friends. So is that, okay, got it. So that could be five people. They say it's one to five people. You're right. always going to have like one to five close right. friends. Got it. And then your subgroup or the next group is a sympathy group, um, which could include some from yeah, your a little bit of that. your top tier group, but so you like your your husband or your boyfriend probably wouldn't be in the sympathy group, right? No, I think you that could be your good friends. It could yeah. be I don't know. That's yeah. up to you. I guess how Where you, would you put define your relationship? Yeah, yeah. And then the next three are like more broad. So it. it's like it could be family members. You could put your spouse there, your friends, your work friends, classmates, neighbors. Okay. So they don't actually define like. When they, when like, so 30 hours is casual, like they don't really define that per se, right? It's kind of leaving up to They you say to they have a difficulty differentiating. Yeah. So that, it's like that, acquaintance yeah. to a casual relationship. They also, it's like, this is a really long study, yeah. but they'll break it down like where they find things get kind of washy. Got it. Okay. Or gray area. Clear. Um, and then they'll also acknowledge that they wouldn't even consider their neighbors, classmates, or coworkers mm. as friends. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. I was, I was thinking about that too when you were saying that. It's like, you know, coworkers can sometimes feel like really, really close friends and sometimes they can feel like family because you see them so long. But then you really see whether or not you are actually friends if one of you quits. Yeah. And then you hang out and then you realize, oh, there's actually nothing for us to talk about anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because so. you're like forced to be in that yeah. situation and environment where you have to be friends. Yeah. And you're also like, you have a common shared interest, right? The, I guess an isolated shared interest. And if your friendship with this person at work is defined only by that then you don't really have a friendship right no it's true but then it also makes me i guess that's why they say coworkers don't apply to it because the moment that is that common interest is lost then you don't really have anything to be friends with so you kind of have to start all over again yes so that's you're right yeah that's that's one thing that they made note of got there. it interesting so they also measured the two types of everyday talk. So cool. it's talks you would have with like a friend and then versus your second talk. So like um, they measured in five items with someone you'd be more close with, it's like catching up by talking about events that have occurred yes. since you last talked to them, what's up and what uh, happened during the day. Yeah. 
uh, serious conversations where both of you are involved in the conversation. Yeah. So that could include like advice, yeah. um, playful talk, or just have fun to yeah. release tension, talk in ways that express love, give attention and affection. So totally. there's obviously a level of closeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the everyday talk is like now... This is like maybe playgroup mom talk. Okay. It's weather. Like, yeah. Just current events to pass the time yeah. is how they describe small it. Small talk. Yeah. Call small talk, pet sports, et cetera. Yeah. Um, so then that, then they show measurements of like, they do equations. Like yeah. these are the people, this is where they have friends and then they branch off this like N equates to this. It's yeah. very like, like systematic. Yeah. 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 Um, and then it's all mapped out. It's mapped out. And then. They they discuss like how they led to that. So that's yeah. another thing about a gray area. They're not timing each yeah. thing, but they're like, okay, we hung out for drinks totally for two yeah. times or two hours here, yeah. and then added up totally. Um, so I guess it's more like organic. And Interesting. Yeah. So it takes a long time. There's like yeah. investment that sure. happens there. Yeah. You got to make sure you're putting the work and they're putting the work into. But that's what a friendship should be. It should be a mutual understanding and like, you know, effort. It's a two way street, right? There's compromise on both ends and there's also, you know, um, agreements and understandings on both ends. So, yeah. So one thing that stood out in my quick scan of this was, um, they talked about obviously the importance of having friendships right. and it's a, the predictor of like um, happiness and life satisfaction, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you'll know that already in your childhood. Right. So the number of your like social and quality interactions mm-hmm. is um, a predictor for what your life's going to be 30 years from now. Interesting. So if you have like shallow friendships here yeah. and you're like, eh, whatever, yeah, that's going to affect you as like an older person. And then they went to further say like it affects um, your your brain growth for sure, and like the higher chance of having like dementia. Yeah, it's like an underlying kind of thing, right? Yeah, in terms of how you interact with the world and humans. That totally makes sense, though. It's a predictor of your like yeah. loneliness, uh, depression, well being. Fascinating, etc. So. What is your take on that then? Just based on what you're going through right now with making new friends? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> so, if- that's, oh, okay, great. Amazing. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so if they're going to say like my childhood friendships, right. the way I interacted as yeah. a child, all of my social interactions, then I feel like for my future, like I'm going to be okay. Yeah. So to me, it's like, I don't... Don't think I'm going to be like lonely or like in dire need of companion mm-hmm. or friendship. Yeah. Um, and I, maybe I'm not going to worry about that. Also, also, as a like 70 year old, 80 year old woman, I'm not going to be Veronica. I don't think I'm going to be throwing tons of parties, going on a ton of lunch dates. You don't think so? I don't know if I'm going to be, maybe I don't want to be that social. I think I also like like solitude. Yeah, just you and Coleman. Oh, he doesn't have to be. I'll find, yeah, okay, me and Coleman. Yes, me and Coleman. You know? Yeah, no, I mean, hey, whatever you want and whatever floats your boat, so to speak, right? So yeah. if that's if that's the ideal life, like senior life for you, then do it up and be proud of it, right? You don't have to. There's no rule saying that, like, you know, being 80 and not having friends is, means that you failed at being you know, at, at, at the game of life, so to speak, right? Like, yeah. It, and also this friendship is, you know, it could be your siblings. Yeah. That could be your, your fr- relationship. For sure. Definitely. Yeah, exactly. I'd be curious to see if they did a study with men. Yeah. Are you, so you're saying this is all women? No, no, no. They, there's a mix. Yeah. But if they did one specifically for men. Okay. Older. Like I see a lot of old men at the, at the park, they're okay. playing bocce or, right. you know, at, um, yeah. Centennial Park. Yeah. And, and at the other park we were at yesterday at Cloverdale, it was like old men all sitting at a picnic bench right. in a row yeah. chatting. Yeah. It's like, I see a lot of old ladies doing that, but I'm seeing like groups of men. Yeah. So it's like, are these, maybe it's a club. Oh, it's a club. They're all he, the he man woman hating club. <laughs> <laughs> Wife suck. <laughs> yeah. Boo. Boo. 
Uh, maybe. It's just I see a lot more yeah. men gathered like that than yeah. I do women these right. days. And I know women live longer than men. So where are your ladies? Do you think you're, you're not just selectively noticing these things though, right? Or in um, like unknowingly just seeing men, but not women. When in fact there are women on the table maybe. right beside them. <laughs> 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 oh, that's not your maid? That's yeah. not your servant? Yeah. Um, no. No. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. I, you know, I'll be more be more aware of it, yeah. but I feel like I've been noticing. Right. I'm yeah. always like, where the ladies at? <laughs> or maybe they're walking the track. These men are lazy. Yeah, maybe. And Who these knows? ones are speed walkers. But it would be ladies. interesting to see if there is a difference. I would say, to kind of to add another layer of your request is how do men make friends more quickly than women make friends because i would think from my perspective and just where i am in life that yeah you tell me you feel that a female would i should yeah i don't know would females make friends a lot more quickly than men do you tell me are you making a lot of friends i don't know i'm do you find yourself making friends no because i don't really want to make more friends Oh, this sounds like episode 60. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm more focused on quality than quantity. Mm, and yeah. I definitely have a hard time making small talk. Oh, yeah. I like to go straight to the, let's talk about, you know, yeah. your life, your traumas. Let's, let's yeah. figure it out. So you have like daddy issues? <laughs> yeah, Tell exactly. me more. Tell me more. Is your daddy hot? <laughs> Is he single? <laughs> Can I talk Does to him? Does he live um, nearby? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd love to meet your dad. No, um, I think one thing that's really interesting just coming out of the article is that they kind of just brought up something I heard on the radio today on, on KCRW. Um, they have this, this show called Life Exam where they just talk about things going on in people's lives or just relevant topics. And today's one of the topics was on, um, how, uh, people learn emotions through the society and culture that they grew up in, right? Okay. So I'll, I'll get, I'll, there's a link somewhere. So I'll just, but let okay. me just kind of briefly say, so this, um, let me, let me let me find out really quickly. But her name is Batia Mesquita. Uh, she's a social psychologist, um, a cultural psychologist, and a scientist. So she came out with this book, uh, essentially. And what she's talking about is how people learn emotions and define emotions or comprehend emotions to, um, and evolve their emotions through the culture that they grew up in, essentially. So there's there's one. Uh, line of thought where they say that like emotions are inherent in us you know what i mean so okay, all humans share the same emotions um and then there's another side that says you 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 gain the emotional skills and the emotional education through the people you're surrounded with the culture that you're in and what your parents or your you know your protectors teach you right so a really good example of that right is in western culture um love right is a it's a it's a pretty dominant theme in and how society is raised, you know what I mean? It's like parental love is a huge thing, you know what I mean? Expressing love, showing love, showing that affection, right? Yeah. Is a huge thing. But when you look somewhere like, say, you know, in Asia, love is not a very dominant theme, right? It's it's expressed in food, food in yes. forms, but it's never really expressed verbally, right? So, like, I definitely can relate to that where, like, you don't, in the Chinese culture, saying I love you is not a very big thing, right? Yes. Um, you don't really say that. It, it doesn't really have the same appeal. I don't know. Oh, I feel and it has influence. a level of discomfort. Yeah, very. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, of course, like, we talked about this in the podcast where, yes. like, I said I would say I love you, you to Coleman. Would, <laughs> and I, was it five years later? And I don't, I realized, you know what? I don't think if it's if it's not our cultural norm and it's not something that's normal in our society, then why does me saying it mean anything? Well, then just stuff food down his throat. <laughs> but do you get what I mean, though? No, I know. And it's probably going to be really awkward for him, too. Yeah, it's like, if we're not, if there's no benefit besides uncomfortable awkwardness, then... And a vow you made to our <laughs> listeners, yes. But you know what I mean, though? Yeah, no, it's like it's just words. Yeah, then. but, you know, I think the thing is, though, right? Like, what we're learning that is, if I had grown up in, like, Asia, China, East Asia, whatever... That wouldn't, that would never have been something that I would have committed to or like declared, right? That I would, I would say I love you to my brother or my mom or whatever, right? Yeah. But the fact that I, you know, these, these traits have been, these emotional 
things have been taught to you by my mom, but I'm also growing up in a Western society, learning Western culture. Yeah. I feel there is this pressure to express love some way, right? Yeah. And that's where you kind of notice that, you know, emotions and feelings and being able to express yourself is a learned thing, right? If Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, you're seeing how your family interacts with each other. Yeah. How they interact with you yeah. and you're learning yeah. these things from them. Totally, exactly. But if I like I'm saying, if I had grown up in like Hong Kong, yeah. China, that would have never been something that would have even crossed my mind. But growing up in the Western society where I'm surrounded by media, I'm surrounded by other people who were saying I love you was the norm. Yeah. I'm learning that, oh, this is something that I should like comprehend, should understand, should figure out how to express. You yeah. know what I mean? So, anyways, all that to say, leading up to what you're saying about how like um, it's important to have friends. Um, there's a link there, right? Because if you don't meet people, you're just in your own echo chamber, right? You're yeah. only learning one thing. You're kind of only listening to your voice. You're kind of narrow-minded, right? You're in this tunnel vision, right? Yeah. But when you expose your your social circle to different people, a variety of people, um, meeting friends, making friends, you're learning new things, including emotions that you may not have understood before. Yeah. Does that make sense? That so makes sense. I do think that your article has some weight in regards to why it's important to continue to make friends or try to make friends, right? Because it's only going to evolve you as a human being. They also, at the end, to say, like, even if you plug all these hours, it doesn't necessarily mean you have a friend at yeah, the end. Yeah, exactly. Right? 100%. So it has to be a mutual. Yeah, a mutual understanding. Like, and we're like, at 60 hours. <laughs> yeah, we're exactly. past a casual relationship. Totally. And yeah, I think... That's one thing I don't, like, I kind of disagree with this article is you can't really calculate friendships or, you know, like, break down friendship into some kind of calculation or formula or mathematical science. Because at the end of the day, it's all about humanity and, like, there is an organic nature to it, right? Yeah. So they, they do it in tiers. So, like, that first wave is, like, the hourly mm-hmm. and then the second is conversation. Like, yeah. are you in this tier with this many hours? Have you created this yeah. friendship? Yeah. So, yeah, this... It's a study about like sociology yeah, and exactly. humans, but like it's we're all different. Yeah. So, and there again, they mentioned the gray area because our description or definition of what a casual friend is yeah. versus acquaintance, exactly. they're actually not the same, but some people think they are the yeah. same. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially, and when you layer that onto how complex, like you said, every individual is, it, yeah. it's like how much, it's probably at the end of the day, only like probably like 15% true, right? But I think another thing that really I find really interesting about the article is it, it's kind of like how I feel like and kind of not, not de- debunking it per se, but just like, that's how I feel about online apps for dating. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, it's like you match somebody and you think, okay, I'm going to be there. Like we're going to be in a great relationship, Yeah. but there's more to that. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like to kind of throw these organic ways of meeting people and evolving with people into like a science yeah, so I think this an is algorithm. Kinda, yeah, this is just like the beginning, and then it's you know just giving us a, an idea. Yeah, but they also broke it down to um, the people in their group because they had mixed races too. So mm-hmm. now you're including cultural, yeah. you know, influences. Yeah, exactly. And what their definition of closeness yeah. is, it's a it's a lot. Like you know, it just skims through it totally. And but. one thing I was wondering about that mom is like, is she just very opinionated, but has the really wrong opinions or is her personality just so abrasive that that's why she's having a hard time making friends because she has like a personality issue. I think cause she's East coast and yeah, East coast that's and what West wondering. coast. Yeah. yeah. It's like a different, you know, Brooklyn yeah, style. Raised, yeah. you know what I mean? There's yeah. being opinionated that way. Totally. Just imagine her being loud and fun, kind of like a friend dresser. Yeah, exactly. But we're only hearing, like, I mean, that's what I was like, I would love to meet her just to get an understanding of, like, is it just, is it the people that she's around that aren't her vibe? Or like, could I be friends with her? You know what I mean? I think we could be friends with her. Yeah. Uh, she owns a copy of um, Cheesecake Factory. So if you want to go for lunch, she already has like, <laughs> we haven't tried this. I love it. Let's try it. <laughs> Anyways, I um, hope to be like her when I'm 80, you know? Just doing stuff. Doing stuff. Yeah, I, I would. I also want to be like yeah. out there doing stuff. Well, maybe we'll be friends then when we're eighty. Yeah. I hope you have large jewelry. <laughs> I do. Big accessories, of course. Big accessories. And you know, I'll be hitting on the bus, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> That's a great article. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. It really makes me think about just you know friendships in general and like yeah. what that means. 
Yeah, and what and you were saying it could mean whatever it means now. Yeah, um, and it did was saying about like having a friend. Here, that's what I was looking for. The um, expectations. You know how mm-hmm. I was saying I felt like yeah. there was expectations, pressure. a pressure because mm-hmm. there is. Yeah. In their study too, they said that there are expectations to being mm-hmm. a friend. Totally. And what that means, but anyways. Uh, but the yeah, I think that's the thing. Right? It's just like the expectations that you're placing on yourself are your own expectations, not what the other person is expecting of you, right? It's kind of like your thoughts aren't reality, right? So what you're thinking in terms of the situation or the future, it hasn't happened yet. So you don't actually know what's going to be. No, that's true. Be. They could hate me by this. <laughs> or by they the could love you and have no hours. expectation, yeah. right? For all, you know, they just, they just want to like, oh, I hope Jesslyn messages me today. That'd be great if we could hang out. Or I wonder what Jesslyn's doing. I wonder if she's busy. You know what I mean? Or when their phone bill is like, oh, fuck, is that Jesslyn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be either way, but you know. I'm not home. But you're also placing that on them, right? No, totally. Yeah. So if um, people are listening. Yes. And they are in Vancouver looking to make friends yeah. and not sure where Put the 30 or hours how. to the test. There are some groups. So I mentioned the We Should Be Friends one. Right. In the last episode. Um, the last, yeah, maybe it was two episodes ago. There's another one that's called Creatives Ven City. Okay. Um, and uh, these are for people who want to meet that are also content creators. Got so it. now you've got like a... <laughs> My worst nightmare, but, you know, and, aka Instagram influencers, TikTokers. Yeah, content creators and yeah. influencers in this city. So yeah, so, you know, they'll just all be on their phones. <laughs> that sounds They're lovely. like, do you know this dance? Do you know this dance? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know this one? Okay, we'll do that. Yeah. I love it. They all okay. have their ring lights in hand. <laughs> no, use mine. Mine's brand yeah, new. Exactly. Okay, I love it. Love it. Okay, there's another one. It's called Vancouver Adventure Community. Okay. Um, it started with a started by a travel photographer. And, yeah. Oh, influencer. He's probably in this other group too. Um, and then another one is um, Sober Babes Vancouver. So there's a, a lot. Yeah, there's a few now. And then Extremely Shy Vancouver. So this is maybe something Ugh. more for you. I don't even know. That sounds awful. If everybody's shy and they're just hanging around <laughs> each other, it's just going to be an awkward silence the entire time. Yeah, yeah. you got to put yourself out there and make the first move. Yeah. yeah. Nope. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> All right. So that's... Uh, and I there's a it. Bumble BFF. I oh, don't yeah. even know. I think that's Bumble. I think... Oh, Bumble BFF? Like, yeah. Is that an app? Yeah. Yeah. The, app, the Bumble has like a friendship app. A friendship yeah. app. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Anyways. So if you want to try those. I love it. I try. want to try <laughs> none. Yeah, exactly. None of the above. That's yeah, like me that's... and online dating. Like that's the version of online dating for you right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Just like, no thanks. No, I'm it's... totally content where <laughs> yeah. I'm at. have to go through that. It's like awful. Anyways. Let's move on to sweet and sours. God. Oh yeah, sweet and sours. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, I, feel. I have a couple sweets for sure. Um, do you want to go first though? Ah, uh, you go. Okay, so I did this thing on Wednesday with the people on my team. I took them out for like a little team building, what we call an offsite, where we just go out and we just hang out oh, and do fun. like non-work stuff. So um, we did. We went to the Bloedel Conservatory in the morning mm-hmm. slash afternoon. Then we went to Phnom Penh, this Cambodian restaurant in Chinatown, famous for lunch. And then in the afternoon, we went and got our aura photography done. Oh! So we went to this place called Hello Aura. It's uh, a, in a co-working space on Commercial and Venables. And what it is is, it's a portrait photo that. It's a portrait of you, but then it also captures your electromagnetic aura. Oh, interesting. Essentially, so you put your hands on these like elect, elect, on these little box things that kind of uh, feed off your energy or whatever. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, so when the photo comes out, it shows you what your aura is, your your aura color is. Is that what you have in your hand? Yeah, so it's called, anyways, I'm sure. Yeah, so what it is, is when you get the photo, you'll see like, a left side, a right side, what's above you, what's your heart, and then what's your throat. And each color represents a certain um, aspect of who you are or who you have been. Ooh, yes. um, it also talks about um, what your energy is and what it means. So 
Yes. So yeah, anyways, it just shows you like different colors of your aura and each color signifies a certain trait or personality. So yeah, I thought that was really cool. That's like my local suite. If you ever have an opportunity to get your aura photography done, I would highly recommend it. I was actually thinking this would be a great thing to gift people for their birthdays or yeah. you know, a little group thing if you want. Um, so did you see your, the rest of your team's aura yes. colors? So she kind of laid it out and she kind of went through like people's, it was quite a spectrum, right? So we, we were like all colors of the spectrum. So she started off with, I think, red or orange and she made her way all the way up to like, I think pink or magenta or something like that. And when she was reading out people's aura yeah. color, where you're like, mm-hmm. a lot of people, well, people are just like, oh yeah, that's true. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can't take it too seriously. You kind of just like take it like astrology or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's fun, right? But it, there, I feel like there does, there is some kind of like, I don't know. I like to believe that there is some kind of realism to it. Right. So yeah, that was the local thing that I did. Really, really fun. Um, highly recommended. Um, and then another non-local thing slash thing I, I watched was, um, I don't know if this is kind of like pretty ditzy, but, um, this influencer named Bretman Rock. Oh yeah. He has this show on MTV on YouTube called MTV Following. And it's just kind of like yeah, a reality Filipino. show. He speaks yeah. Ilocano. Yeah, exactly. Filipino. Yeah, we talked about that. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think one is, I don't necessarily like him as a person, but I do like his show. I think. He's, he gives a really good, he, I think he's just very genuine in regards to his, like his personality and his interactions with his friends and family. Really funny. Um, my kind of humor, I would say. Um, but anyways. But you don't like him. I, I don't, I don't follow him. So I, I wouldn't say I don't like him, but I just, I don't. But did I, you like him on the show? No, I, I didn't mind him. On, I okay. watched the show, so I like him, right? But I think I, I'm not like a fan of him per oh, se. Okay. I just like, I know of him, right? But anyways, I like his MTV reality show. Um, it's just really funny. It's really genuine. Um, he lives in Hawaii, so it's always nice to see that. But, um, I think, anyways, he, they, they have two, they, they had one season last year and they just released a new season this year. It's like six episodes. Each episode's like 25 minutes long, but it's just really funny. But I think yeah. one thing that was really interesting kind of connects back to what we're talking about is this episode was all about mental health. Mm. Um, and they were, they were, they were kind of talking about him and his sister, how, Bretman can't say I love you to his sister, but her sister really wants him to say I love you to him. Yeah. And it kind of just reminded me of like how like the emotional kind of like, uh, intelligence of love and understanding love, right? And yeah. how like it's so difficult for some people when you grow up not knowing that word, right? Yeah. You don't really yeah. hear it. Anyways, highly recommend it if you're just looking What's for What's it called it. again? Bretman. Bretman Rock. Rock MTV following. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really good. Um, yeah. So those are the two, um, suites that I have. Um, the sour that I have is, uh, I don't know if it's, yeah, I guess it's a sour. Um, it really pissed me off today, but my friend Hanji, um, sent me this, uh, video of this TikToker. Um, I don't know how to say his name because I didn't want to give him cred, but essentially he was like a finance pro in New York that is now like an influencer, TikToker or whatever, right? Yeah. And he was talking about how like when he was living in New York, he was broke and he would always go to this like, um, Chinese dumpling house and get dumplings for super cheap, right? And then he's like, now that I'm rich, I'm going to go back there again. And what was, what should have been more of like a appreciation gratitude for having these, like these, 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 these restaurants or just like cultural places that can give you food that are affordable, like Chinese food, right? Yeah, street style yeah. kind of food. Yeah. Street style food. He bought this is a dumpling restaurant. So he bought like, you can get, he's like, you can get five dumplings for a dollar or something like that. Right. And instead of being more appreciative on, and kind of like lifting these com- these these small mom pop restaurants up, he went there and he shit on it essentially, talking about how like the sign looks super ghetto now and how like we we always I thought guess this meets yeah <laughs> all right Caucasian yeah. yeah and how he was saying how like oh yeah yeah we used to think this was we used to think this was uh, back in my days everybody was saying how the meat was made out of rats and all that stuff but it's still right. good and I'm just like. That's really irritating me. It's like, one, I'm annoyed that he posted something this online. Two, that I wasted my life watching this and then wasting emotional energy getting upset about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And three, that this, this guy is so, he's, it's like cultural appropriation. It definitely is something that is falling really true for me in the fact that like you benefited from this when you're broke and this, this, these people like obviously had this outlet for you to feed yourself. Yeah. And now that you're rich, you're, you're, you're better than it. You're it. shitting yeah. on it. It's like, how disconnected from reality are you? And how like, what uh, is up stupid. with this generation? <laughs> exactly. My sour now. Cause I watched, um, do you know this show? Cause there's also a sweet, uh, channel five. It's this guy who interviews people. 
It's oh. actually quite good. It's okay. on YouTube. Got it. Um, and Coleman watches it and he's really good at interviewing mm-hmm. and like he's kind of got that same level of like personality and yeah. like personable energy mm-hmm. that, you know, um, first we feast yeah. hot ones. Right. Yeah. And he gets the interview. He's like that. Got it. But for like regular people. Cool. I love it. Um, and then I'm watching these people. He was at a Chicago rap concert. And these are like rappers. I have no idea. They yeah. just like blew up on TikTok right. or something. And um, these girls and these people are so crazy yeah. for it. Yeah. And then they think they're meeting him and they're not. And they're just like, ah, going like so crazy <laughs> wild over it. But I don't understand now like the levels of fame. Like, yeah. TikTok, you're super famous, I guess. Yeah. Or Snapchat. I don't know if that. Even I mean, like it's your fame. five minutes of fame, right? That's what it so is. So that's this guy. Yeah, yeah. They're feeding off of this. I don't yeah. understand this like generation. Yeah. I, it's well, yeah. I mean, this is, is almost like two generations now that you're disconnected from in a sense. Right? Oh yeah. I'm crazy old. Yeah. So, but I mean, not that you're crazy old. It's just, it's a different world, right? We yeah. didn't have, we weren't glued to our phones. Our lives, half of our lives were more than I'd say like three quarters of our lives weren't dedicated to a social media presence. You know, our childhoods were playing outside, playing in the backyard, going bike yeah. rides and stuff. Kids nowadays are trying to make the next TikTok video or become an influencer. It's a completely different generation and thought mentality. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, Andy Warhol did say that, like, nightmare. in the future, everybody's going to be a celebrity. And I think he nailed the head, like, nailed the, the pin on the head. Pin on the head, whatever, <laughs> whatever that's saying. Yeah. Nailed, nailed in the, the coffin. Yeah. In the sense that, like, yeah, everybody can be famous. So, yeah. Well, that's Anyways. what everyone's striving to be. Yeah. So is that your sour? Well, now it is. Yeah, that <laughs> it is my sour. Yeah. I feel sad for them. I mean, yeah, yes and because no. Because that can't be the end all be all. And then if you're there, what happens? It's just then? where we are right now, though. Okay, I guess so. But these are like young kids. The children are a future. I believe the children are a future. <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead yeah. the way. They're not all children like that, though. A lot of them are have a good reason to be like you know. There's there's good influencers and there's bad influencers. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, we can say there's good people, there's bad people, yeah. there's crazy homeless people. It all balances people, out. Not so crazy homeless people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Sure. 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 Anyways. Sure. Uh, what's your sweet to balance this sweet. out? <laughs> you have some sour, you have some sweet. <laughs> you have a little, let me see my sweet. Um, I guess it would be shows. <laughs> I really, I haven't done much. I feel like we crammed so much well, in you, July that, uh, you're just exhausted all your Now it's like yeah. August is like, I hope we just chill. The Why don't you give now. a shout out to your blueberry friend? Yes, my blueberry friend. And the farmer's market. He uh, sells raspberries and blackberries? Uh, raspberry and blueberries. Raspberry yes. and blueberries. Gone. Shout out to Salt Farms in how, Langley. How do you spell it? Uh, S-U-L-L. So he, which farmer's market is he at? He was at, um, I think blueberry season's over now. Oh, but that's he a was shame. at um, Kitsilano and the one at the art gallery. So the one at oh, the nice. art gallery is Wednesdays. And then he was at uh, Kits on Sundays. Best blueberries. They have these Pretty ones called... Calypso blueberries or some sort of hybrid thing. They're huge, juicy, delish. I would love uh, to kind of have like a taster of like different blueberries to see if I could taste the difference. He's like, oh, Calypso, oh. But you know, it's like, I, I eat blueberries, but I didn't know there were so many different varieties, right? I guess they're co- cross-pollinating, yeah. making babies. And some blueberries, do all blueberries have a, like a, a clear flesh on the inside or do are they all like, or do some have like red flesh? No, I think I've only seen the, like a beigey. Yeah, like a beigey kind of clear flesh, yeah, right? I don't yeah. know if they're actually blue. Right, okay. Maybe the outside's blue ish. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's the skin that creates the blueberry. The, blue, the blue mouth. And if you're thinking about like blueberry candy that's yeah. like bright ass blue, that's not real blue. <laughs> that's not blueberry? <laughs> <laughs> I hate to inform you, but no, no, it is not. I love it. Okay, that's um, a good sweet. Yeah, so get your sweet on. I guess it's over now. Yeah. And then I guess cherry season's also over now. I know. I guess all the peaches. summer fruits. Is, is are, peaches? Where's I, peaches at in the whole <laughs> scheme of things? I don't know. I feel like we're done all the summer fruits now, right? Peaches didn't get their chance. I got one it, peach, but I don't think it was from Canada. Yeah, no. 
peaches. We need some peaches. Yeah. So if you see local peaches, try them and let us know. <laughs> I know I didn't I, I didn't know we had like local like strawberries too. That was like a first thing for me that I tried as well recently. Local strawberries. Yeah. Oh, but, here's another sweet like blackberry season yeah. is like we're in it right now. Are we? Yeah. Okay. So maybe it started maybe two weeks ish ago. Mm. My mom has a bush in her backyard and <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> I sacrificed my arms because Issa's like, get poor blackberries. I was like, God, I was like, oh, it hurts so badly. She's just whipping you. It's so thorny in there, yeah. but like, oh, worth it. Now you know why like raspberries and blackberries are so expensive. Yeah, you sacrificed your arms. Like, oh, now it's just scars, but like, yeah. You're scratched up. Issa's yeah. like, is it going to heal? Are you okay? Because I had um, blackberry juice on my arms too. She thought I was bleeding. I was like, no, 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 no. That's uh, blood. No, I'm kidding. Exactly. no, it's just blackberry juice. She's like, good. Now get more. <laughs> Use your other arm. Yes. God, you're lazy. It's like, Love I hate it. you. Uh, yeah. Cool, and then yeah. Take advantage of your summer fruits summer because fruits. they won't be here for long. True. Plums too. Yeah. Local summer fruit specifically. Yeah. Like why buy, you know international when your you local city local, has, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Duh. Duh. or go to a thorny thicket and see if there's blackberries <laughs> i feel there. like by the time you go like they're all taken like somebody's like has like a yeah it's side a of the monopoly. road yeah they're just like i know where everything is exactly okay okay i guess okay. that wraps up episode 61, 61. there is no ukulele yeah. so i'll do this acapella amazing <laughs> <laughs> that was good voice of an angel thank you okay bye bye